Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Radio's thought for this week is called What Love Your Enemy Means, and it starts with a quotation from Martin Luther King. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Our thought for the week a fortnight ago was called Unbridled Revenge is Not the Answer. But there's little sign of conflict and tension reducing in the Middle East. On the contrary, it's becoming more and more evident around the world. Meanwhile, Trevor Phillips wrote a comment piece in the Times entitled The King is Wrong to Extol Separate Communities, following a speech by King Charles describing Britain as a community of communities. While he described the King's charitable work in the Prince's Trust and business in the community as the most effective engines of racial integration and equality, he spoke of failure to integrate as fertile ground for extremists, and you only have to witness the surge of anti-Semitic and Islamophobic rallies across the UK over the weekend to see what he meant. The opening quotation from that commentary on 16th of October included the words, Love your enemy, from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 43 to 45. I repeated this in a reply to Archbishop Justin's prayer for the Middle East on X, formerly Twitter, saying that there are ways to do it. There was a quick reply from another X account, asking, What would Jesus say? So, after some thought, here's my reply. Unconditional love, as we see in the Gospels. Moving steadily from national to international law. Restorative justice, as in South Africa at the ending of apartheid. And global intergenerational rebalancing. There's not a lot of scope to expand on these elements in an ex-post. So here's some more detail and there's associated links in the description. Unconditional love is at the heart of Christian teaching, and the journey from loving the person least likely to be our neighbour, our enemy, to loving God, is clearly laid out in the Gospels. There's much emphasis on zeal and mercy in the other Abrahamic religions, but the Christian faith is the most explicit in this respect. It's for this reason that Christian leaders need to be at the heart of the long-term resolve and governance required to deal with the current situation in the Middle East. They need to be mediating, not just in prayer, 
but also in applying logic and practical solutions to achieve integration between Jews and Arabs. Moving steadily from national to international law will achieve a host of essential outcomes. In practical terms, it means that justice will not be constrained by national borders and that we can gradually look forward to a form of international civil law enforcement which will take the place of having to rely on military force in order to resolve criminal outbreaks such as the 7th of October assault on those villages in southern Israel and the murder and kidnapping of their inhabitants. It will also help us to resolve the challenges of climate change, as we proposed on 14th of November last year. A balanced international approach, which treats all regions equitably, would remove the current instability caused by the pressures and swings of national politics. Integration is, in practice, well underway following decades of migration, intermarriage and global travel and communications. Trevor Phillips is absolutely right to speak against extolling separate communities. We should restrict individual identification and allegiances to the world of sport, with its common respect for all, however different. The process of applying justice also needs to be thoroughly overhauled, and we are amazingly fortunate to have the real-life example of restorative justice from South Africa following the end of apartheid. Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu took hold of a situation as inflammatory as the Middle East. The effort they put into making it work and the leadership they gave was extraordinary. And this approach, spelled out in detail in Wikipedia, should be the cornerstone for resolving situations such as the long-standing hatred and aggression in the Middle East. An organised process of restorative justice applied under international law enforcement and built on that firm platform of unconditional love would gradually draw people together who are currently consumed with fear and hatred so that we can start to see a way through. However, these initiatives must be accompanied by a more equitable sharing of the world's resources, not just geographically, but also intergenerationally. Wealth is currently so concentrated, not only by nation, but also by age cohort. And the fact that so many nations beset by poverty and violence also have such young populations goes to explain why this process of intergenerational rebalancing would be so effective. It also recognises the fact that old people can't take their wealth with them when they die. So to what better use could it be put than resolving the world's flashpoints of violence? We have written on this subject many times, and it forms one of the central propositions of the Share Alliance. On 21st of August, we asked whether incentivized learning could benefit Africa. And it is this kind of global approach which will allow us to tackle the poverty and squalor of places such as Gaza, where the average age is just 18. So there are ways forward for loving our enemies, and we should, at the same time, embrace Trevor Phillips' plea for integration. There's a well-known, relatively modern hymn, which says, I, the Lord of sea and sky, 
I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in darkened sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. Christian leaders need to embrace this determination to find solutions to the world's problems and to press for practical solutions for loving our enemies. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.